California is sinking into the ocean. There's a good chance that I will not be here next week, and we'll tell you about it when when we start. <laughs> there's, there's no, I'm probably dead. Sorry, California. <laughs> California. Your West Coast, your West Coast supremacy is coming to an end. <laughs> you guys have had the nice weather for too long. <laughs> now, now it's going to be Nevada's time to shine. Nevada. I, I actually don't know the states on on next to Nevada, other than California, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, I guess Arizona. Like uh, you're gonna have Arizona beachfront property now. Like, yeah, <laughs> Las Vegas is gonna be the new LA. Oh man, right can, in front of the beach. Can it get any worse? <laughs> can it can it reach that level of depravity? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, again, we're back. It's uh, another week, and. I saw the best thing when I went to the store today. <laughs> I went to the store, and like again, I, I appreciate the amount of people still wearing masks. I'm definitely still wearing my mask uh, when going out, even though I have both shots. Team team vaccination, team Pfizer. Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang. But I saw <laughs> I saw someone outside the store, and so they have their mask right. It's pulled down to here, and they're smoking a cigarette, like just outside. <laughs> and I'm like, I appreciate the health awareness and the irony in your actions. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's like I can't get coronavirus. My lung, my lung capacity is already shot. Like I can't handle it. If you just coat the interior of your lungs with nicotine, then the virus can't get through. True. True. Uh, five head. That's that's it's how it works. <laughs> that's the big brain. It's the big brain thoughts. But five, I hear that uh, your your desk was shaking. <laughs> yeah. So a little while ago, right before we started, it, it happens every every once in a while where I'll just sit on my desk and then my table will just do that, and I don't know why it does that other than it's probably an earthquake because there's nobody else in the house right now except me. And yeah, uh, maybe, maybe an airplane is flying too low, but I, I just think it's California beginning to fall to the ground. Cause we've been having a lot of earthquakes lately. Uh, yeah. This, uh, I actually slept through one uh, about on Wednesday. Wait, there was, was, was there an earthquake Wednesday? I believe so. I, I I don't know if it was Wednesday or or Tuesday. It was like a four point three, and oh, I slept Jesus. through it. When you said, "Okay, I'm not gonna lie," when you said my desk is shaking, I was like, "Oh my god, is it like breaking? Like, what did you do? Like, how hard have you been raging at Overwatch? <laughs> like, I I thought I I thought you I, like, oh no, the foundation of it is actually getting fucked because I like, I'm just slamming it so angrily. Actually. Maybe because I've, I've moved this desk a lot over the past month because I've just been moving like my microphone, my 
mounts. I guess I guess that's, that's true. Uh, that's a good point. When you say my desk will do that, your desk is going to shake. So that makes sense because we are we do have an audio version as well. Right. You have to pretend that people can't see us. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it's it's kind of funny to think about like because uh, you know Nick recently went through uh, Tornado Week twenty twenty one. Yeah, that was actually kind of scary. <laughs> Back-to-back yeah. weekends of tornado, tornado, tornado. Believe it or not, uh, it happened last night, too. It just didn't get that bad. So we almost had another week of it. it it's just... It's not normally this bad this early. This is kind of unusual. I wonder what could be causing weird weather. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> It's 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 in I don't know God Jesus take the take the weather <laughs> steering wheel. It's in God's hands. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because like I I keep getting messages like oh it's snowing again in April I'm kind of like why is it snowing where you're at when that's normally not the case. Hmm. Yeah, why why can't we get rain here in California? Why are things suddenly different now? So- <laughs> suddenly, suddenly. It's all new. Nah, um, like around, around here, there was like a huge dust storm, and like it's crazy. Whenever like it was like this, it's like the scene in the fucking mummy, like where you see the wall of sand just coming. You just don't have the face attached to it. Just a wall of fucking dirt and sand and crap. Just like you, and you're sitting there going like, "Well, I hope." Uh, I hope that the uh, it doesn't rain because it's going to turn real fucking muddy real fucking soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'd still rather deal with that yeah. than tornadoes and earthquakes. Here we just have sun. Only it's like hotter. Go, go on, it's hotter? I mean, that's it. There's no... <laughs> there's no ending to that other than no rain, just a hot weather. Right now it's like 75 that sounds that sounds nice to be outside yeah it's it's not bad now but like if we're if we're talking about like current temperature as of right now like out here yeah no it's a nice 75 as well it's really nice outside which again get in in another month it's going to be like and oh is the sun out it's going to be at least 90 degrees. <laughs> like, at least. But it's, it's in the sh- if you're in the shade, it feels so nice. It's so weird. It's the it's the weirdest dry heat, you know? Yeah. I still, it's an interesting kind of heat. Not like what we have here. Oh, the humidity. I know that was the one thing about being around humidity was I would step outside and it's like, and I'm sticky. Mm-hmm. All the time. 100%. So, one of the one of the things that like I wanted to kind of bring up is that twenty twenty one is a really really like like I feel like twenty twenty was this big content drought, right? Like stuff was being made, but it definitely wasn't the same. 
and then now that everything's like opening up, blah blah blah, and everyone's like trying to rush to kind of recoup their losses. So many shows and movies and stuff. Like the fact that HBO Max is doing like a movie a week, and then Disney Plus had like here's One Division, here's that, and they they did um, Ryan the Last Dragon, and they're gonna do what's the other thing that they're gonna do that's premium? Black Widow. They're doing that premium. I can't remember anymore. I can't, I can't remember. But yeah, they're doing the $30 movie thing. Yeah. Like I've, I, It's an interesting idea. I don't know if I'll do it for Black Widow. <laughs> I mean, my problem with, with, with Black Widow is that you're, they're, they're clearly setting up the next person to fill that role of badass not actually, you know, super powered woman kind of thing. And who plays it? Florence Pugh, you said? Florence Pugh, yeah. But I don't know. It, it it's like it's it's a probably a prequel cuz cl- clearly she's dead. So like I Yeah, they've said that the deaths and that we've seen like have to stay or there's no weight to them. Why well, not? I know that everyone was... can undie then. That was James Gunn's thing about death. Like, Groot right. is dead. Uh, yeah. Yondu is dead. Different Groot. It's baby Groot. It's Groot's offspring. Twig Groot. <laughs> but, yeah, there's been, a, there's been a, number of, a number of shows. Like, we have, like, WandaVision, and that was a nice, like, change of pace. Right now we have Captain... Uh, Cap- Falcon the Winter Soldier. I Cap- keep doing that too. It's no, not Captain Falcon the Winter Soldier. It's Captain Falcon. Falcon Punch. It's Captain Falcon the Winter Soldier. <laughs> that, I, I would watch that. That would be a wildly different show. A nice little Disney mm-hmm. Nintendo team up. <laughs> yeah, slightly different show. Yeah. Like, it's like there's. <laughs> It's the Winter Soldier and Captain Falcon driving F Zero cars. It's like. <laughs> They're in Mario yeah, Kart. Uh, that'd be really We've good. We've been playing a lot of Mario Kart lately. Since we got the Switch, it's been a, a big one. Oh yeah, I bet. I hear there's a. I was told there's like a PC, uh, Mario Kart, that you can do. There's a. There's a mobile. Is I mean I don't know if it's an official Mario Kart, but, but uh, like there's a thing. Oh, this is like from years ago. Oh, well. Either way, uh, yeah, we've been watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, and and spo- a little, little bit of spoilers, I guess. A little bit of spoilers. A little bit of spoilers. Uh, the amount of Easter eggs they're throwing in the show is pretty, pretty crazy to me. There's a lot. Like battle, like what, what, Battlestar. Battlestar. Um. Black cap from like the 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 fifties, sixties, seventies era. Right. You have what, what's his, what's his name? Is Isaiah Thomas? Uh, Isaiah, Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Thomas is something else. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like Isaiah. I go right to like, Thomas. Right. Like it's a little my bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean you have all that. Plus you have a bunch of callback uh, casting roles, I guess. You know, you have, you have Agent Rudy shows up in one episode, which is nice. Uh, you have, yeah, what's her face? Emily Van Camp 
Sharon Carter, Agent uh, Daniel Brule coming back is fantastic. I, I could I could talk all day about Daniel Brule as Zemo. Uh, I don't know. Are we ready to dive into that? <laughs> well, but my question is, though, I guess the only thing about like Zemo is like the people seem to be like confused about the. I, and and people keep saying the word retcon, and I don't think it's a retcon. I think it's an expansion because it doesn't necessarily change who he is. Like he could have been like royalty the entire time. That's not the problem. Like he yeah, that, that, he, that doesn't change what we've seen before. It's perfectly with him. And he's got a he's got a superhuman issue. Yeah, and uh, he and the same time he's he's he, he focused on his family. He focused on like you know his he was an intelligence officer. It's not like. He was just some random grunt. He was an intelligence officer. Like, yeah, someone of, like, and we've seen it in real life. Like, we've seen, uh, like, Prince Harry serving the military and, like, you know, being helicopters and shit. Like, it wasn't like royalty hasn't served before. And so, I don't know, it's kind of weird to be like, oh, he seemed so humble before. I'm kind of like, yeah, he probably was more humble, like, with his family life. Like Being royalty doesn't mean you're a dick. Being British royalty means you're a dick. There is a slight difference. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to get into the colonizer aspect of Marvel Comics because there's a lot of shit going on there and a lot of different stuff to pull from. Well, I mean, with, I, with, with, qualified. The, with the way that they taught, what they use uh, Wakanda, right? As like the uncolonized uh, mm. African nation. Like, clearly they, 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 they pull from that quite a bit. Right. The same way that they pull, like, with Isaiah Bradley, the entire, like, Tuskegee experiment callback. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, it's just me, but it's, it's... This is a six-episode miniseries. It's only going to be six episodes compared to WandaVision's nine. Right. Um, I, I have not actually taken any of the criticism or anything. Like, I haven't looked into anybody's response or reaction to it yet. But, like, I, I thought Zemo was one of the better villains we got throughout the Marvel run, at least up until this point. Um, one of the better villains we got, and distinct in being just, like, a regular dude. He's not some kind of, like, god from another planet. He's alien. He's not a wizard. None of the big three. He's just a dude. He's pretty smart and mm -hmm. manages to pull off his actual goal of fracturing the Avengers. I mean, he's the only Marvel villain that really wins by the end of it. Like he, he accomplishes mission. Right. Uh, there, there, there's some, uh, some level of success there. Yeah. It, I don't know. I just think that's interesting in a, in a, in a universe of superpowered villains that all fuck it up within two hours. Zemo still going strong and managed to get exactly what he intended, which was to, to cause the fallout between Cap and Iron Man. To be fair, Thanos did win. Who? Thanos? No. <laughs> Thanos won at the end of Infinity War. That isn't a win. That, I mean, that's it, a win. For that He accomplished his goal. It did not stand. It doesn't count if somebody shows up, lops your head off, and then undoes everything you did and kills a different version of you just for funsies. No, you didn't win. If if I'm running a mar if I'm running the hundred meter dash and I cross that finish line, and then someone breaks my knees, uh, a little di a little different. Let's I, say I you're let, let's let's say you're a you know running back at um, I don't know some Southern California University like USC, and uh, it's like roughly 2008, and well, you win the Heisman Trophy, 
but then it turns out maybe you weren't doing things right on the low. You were maybe breaking some rules, and so they take your Esme trophy back. Did you win it? Technically, no. Technically, yes. Technically, nobody won that hypothetical Esme trophy from 2008. That's a win. Uh, that someone won that, and they just took it away. <laughs> I mean, it might still get you an NFL contract. It might get you a bunch of punt returns for touchdowns in your career, but it's not going to get you that Heisman Trophy award back. Just saying. I'm just saying Thanos to Electric Boogaloo definitely lost. Definitely. Like so, 2014 was... Thanos is just a dipshit. It's fucking all up. I mean, that's 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 an like, epitome of laziness where just like, I know I can go do things, but you do it for me. You go. I'm just going to sit down. Uh, this this chair is real comfy. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do it. Don't worry about it. Do some farming. You, you do your thing. Play some Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay, that's the alternate. That's the alternate timeline that I want. Where like, <laughs> you open Thanos is just gonna switch playing Animal they, Crossing. No, they hand him a switch. And they're like, uh, look, look, we're not ready yet. Like here, here, here's a uh, here's an Animal Crossing, or they give him a tablet and they're like, here's some Stardew Valley. Like right. and he, oh, here's some Sim City where you can like build a city and then just wipe out half of it if you want for fun. Click of a button. Explore your options. And he goes, well, now this this makes me happy. And you're like, good. I'm so glad. Let's put a smile <laughs> on my face. <laughs> Thanos, my boy. Here's some Stardew Valley. Please enjoy. So so I give I give this person a flower and they and they like me? This is quite intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know play- why Thanos became Vulcan all of a sudden, but I—I I, I mean, I, I can't do Josh Brolin. Like, I can't do Josh Brolin. Can. Josh can. Brolin. <laughs> um, I am slightly alone. more hopeful for the Loki series after having seen the trailer for it. Uh, Owen Wilson, I feel like it, just in the trailers, like like. Because Tom Hiddleston has been killing it, you know, in, in as as Loki, and it's weird to see Owen Wilson like basically stand like toe to toe in the trailer with 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 that. I, I gotta tell you, it's so nice to see Owen Wilson come back with a vengeance. Like, you know, he had a, a rough patch there a few years back, but man, he, he crushed it in this so far. Like, maybe it's just a really great trailer. I don't know, but it, I don't know. I, I was happy to see him dead. I'm but I'm, yeah, a, I'm a little concerned about the Loki series. I think it's going to be good, but because it's it's still Avengers one Loki. It's Loki who hasn't learned any lessons, become part of the team. This is not Thor Ragnarok adventure Loki. This is still pure. I just tried to destroy the Earth. Go fuck yourself, Loki. And I'm wondering, like, okay, so as far as this series is concerned, like, none of that happened. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of weird to, like, reset the clock on, 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 on Loki that hard to 2012. I don't think we'll actually get a full reset on that. I think part of doing all of this wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff is that you'll have to... Ask, I mean, you're actually going to see him face those scenes, I would assume. He's going to have to show up and kind of face the things that happened in the other timelines. Uh, I don't know. That, that's just my assumption, but I, I assume that that will be dealt with in some capacity through the narrative of the 
series run. Well, I saw I saw something that um, people were wanting, which I guess would be a pretty decent miniseries on on Disney Plus. But like, I feel like it might be like pushing it, and it was it, it was like a fake poster for Captain America, Man Out of Time, and it's him returning all the stuff back in the different timelines. Right. And it's like and it kind of seems like that's what they're doing with this. That seems like the the basic premise, uh, right? So why do it? Why do it? Why would they want to do that? Again? Like I don't know. Why would you want that? It like, seems like they're pulling in the Loki agents of or agent of Asgard storyline to me, uh, which is Loki going around kind of acting as like the James Bond of Asgard and just kind of fixing stuff as he travels around. But it's also got. The variants, which we heard mentioned uh, or referenced directly in the trailer for Loki, uh, there's a bunch of different variants of Loki that have existed throughout the comic run. So, uh, Bim Loki, Child Loki, uh, there's other Lokis that exist. And if they are pulling from that, then best guess for me would be that we're going to see a version, a variant of Loki be kind of the big bad of the series, probably an older Loki, maybe one that succeeded in, you know, killing his brother and father and sister. Uh, I don't know. There, there's some parallels though that there that seem to be there, especially with the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, uh, and Mobius and Mobius coming around. Like in one comic book run, he kind of punishes the Fantastic Four for fucking up timelines. So it's kind of pulling from that too. It, I don't know. We'll have to see where it goes. It depends on how imaginative they want to be. Uh, obviously, you want to kind of teed up a, a real Hail Mary there and then kind of backed off of it. Uh, which settles better with me the more I think about it, actually. Um, we'll just have to see how they do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that they, like, at least leave it entertaining. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting because, like, these, these stories, like, they're, they're, they're the weirdest kind of like necessary, unnecessary things. Like, cause they gave the you have the main like when it comes to the MCU, you have the main universe, right? And you have like these that are canon, and they're just kind of like side stories. But like, you don't need to know what led to like need, I mean need you don't need to know what led to uh, the government like made Vision remade Vision, like how that came to be. You don't need to know that, like, oh, she learned she's a witch, and now she's studying that shit up. Like, oh, none of that's necessary. But it's 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 interesting and and fun to to see it. It's kind of like those those it makes me think of those like side miniseries in comics, where you have like the main storyline, what you're what you're really telling, and they're kind of like someone went off in a little side adventure, and you can go buy that miniseries like a four issue run, and you go buy those four issues and learn a little something, and it informs what's happening, but it's not necessarily like required reading. I I, I don't know. I'm en- I'm enjoying it. And that's where like Loki, like Disney Plus is allowing them to do silly things. Right. Again, the more the more stylized things, things that wouldn't work necessarily as a film. Obviously, you can't do the the WandaVision multiple TV episode kind of transition in the movie. It doesn't work. Uh, it, it just wouldn't fit. 
so yeah, I mean, they're they're using the platform. It seems like in ways that meet the 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 call. You know, having a shorter, longer run with Falcon Winter Soldier, I think, fits that narrative better. Uh, it really does feel like a limited series. It's kind of a you know callback to to civil. Uh, Captain America and all that. But. Well, okay, so this is this is where like I thought that, like, and uh, it, it honestly kind of bugs me. I thought that's where we were going with streaming, like after Daredevil season one, I was like, oh, they, so they figured it out, like they really figured it out. Hey, the the problem was that they had somebody involved with the Netflix side of things that didn't want to work as part of the cohesive vision. With well, it wasn't the Netflix side of things; it was the TV side of Marvel. Right, that, that's I, what I mean. Ike Perlmutter, I believe his name was. Yeah, it, it just shit. it wasn't good, but it seems like they're kind of backing their way into it now. Uh, especially with the What If show being next, you know that that's that's playing with the the multiverse thing all over again, which will probably be kind of a jumping point off of uh, off of the Loki series, but. I mean, it, what they're doing now is kind of fun. It feels more like the animated series, especially the DC animated movies, which, I mean, you don't have to have any kind of continuity between those. They're just one-offs that exist. There's six or seven different types of Batman out there right now. Cool. That's fine. Nobody has any issue with it. Like some, of the, the some, some, of, the, some of the movies do have some continuity. Some like, do, yeah. Like, but they don't have to. Like Flashpoint and um, su- like one of the Suicide Squad movies is a direct, like connection which is interesting but you have things like uh, Tower of Babel and uh, War Justice League War like and it's kind of funny because Justice League War I always feel like is the better way to have done the dark side story like because it doesn't involve convoluted shit like this is them meeting for the first time here's the threat and they okay here we go we're just running in we're hit the ground running yeah yeah i think that's what he was going for if he'd been given more movies but that's obviously not gonna happen well okay but but he was getting okay it is okay but it was it, it was the last episode you're right we were talking about snyder but i mean but he wasn't given more movies he was given fucking three I mean, he, he wanted to do more of a thing with Justice League. I would think it would have been different. Yeah, okay, well, he, he, he could have had four. That, sure. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. I don't know. I just, I just. If you want to, if you want to, ban- you can see the strands of like six different storylines in either version of Justice League, where you could tell like they really had other ideas, but they tried to shove like seven movies into one. It just doesn't work all that well because they did the same thing with you know. With Batman v Superman, as they fit Batman v Superman, Death of Superman, and um, what's the other one? Whatever. Kind of Dark Knight Rises. Tar of Dark Knight Rises. Like yeah, it was. It was like a, again to me. It's an amalgam. It's an amalgam of Batman. Like oh, if you like Batman, you'll recognize some of this stuff. We're gonna... Which is what. That's what that's what Justice League felt like too. Like Flash having the the future suit and stuff. Like okay, that's a thing I kind of recognize. I get that that's Flash. Some people don't at all, uh, which is great. Some people understand what the cosmic treadmill is. Right. Like not everyone will, and that that's okay. It's okay. It's not a concept for everyone. I mean, because that that requires you to have a little bit more, um, like prior knowledge. 
And that's kind of like the, the thing with references, right? You can have the reference there and not have things be required like research prior. And that's why I like the idea that they were kind of like introducing the cosmic treadmill. I was like, well, okay, well, then you have to explain that, though. That's the only problem is that if you want to have it be so central to the plot, you have to explain it. And then, like, it, it became not even central to the plot. It's just a weird plot cul-de-sac that just then gets left behind. <laughs> plot cul-de-sac. Yeah, you took <laughs> you took a little detour. It went nowhere, and you went back to the main road. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like that's exactly what happened there. That's it. Not much else to say. Oh, but you said you were, uh, had had research and stuff. What what was it that you researched? So the other big streaming thing that happened recently was Kong uh, versus Godzilla. Um, oh, we're talking kaiju. Okay, okay, okay. Talking kaiju. Okay. I love kaiju movies. I love kaiju movies. Um, I grew up loving them. I, this was great fun for me. Uh, so we we watch. Uh, we've watched most of them at this point in recent months. The uh, most of the American Godzilla. Um, so we watch Congress's Godzilla. It's first of all a really fun movie. Uh, you could absolutely cut out every bit of human anything in that and just cut straight from monster fight to monster fight, and I would be perfectly fine with it. It doesn't lose anything for me. Uh, Preferably. It seems like it seems like they kind of got the idea of the people just need to get the fuck out of the way. Like, we're not here to look at Millie Bobby Brown. I'm sorry, great young actress, going to have a great career, I'm sure. I want to see... Not all of us should drink. I, I want to see... Con- spoilers, spoilers for all that. But I want to see Kong and Godzilla grab either side of Mecha Godzilla and then just body slam him to a building. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see Millie Bobby Brown yelling at her mom. You know. You know. Uh, and this one kind of got there a little bit quicker. Um, and I don't know why they pulled, like, random unused bits from the core to try and, like, fill out the plot of the movie. But, like, that was fine. Um, Listen, Journey to the Center of the Earth was a great movie, apparently, <laughs> and someone liked it a lot. But, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. But, I don't remember. Uh, uh, you know, Hollow Earth ever being a part of the Kong. It is uh, in this. In this, is it in this MonsterVerse? They bring that shit up oh, all the I, time. I know in this. I know. I know in the the recent MonsterVerse, but that's like an original King Kong thing, right? No, because again, like original King Kong is is uh, Skull Island is nuclear. where they go to find Kong, but like they just find Kong and on a random off, island, like, yeah, cannibals and stuff, and then they they dip out with Kong. So yeah, uh, but yes, we, we have we have seen Kong Skull Island, we have seen Godzilla 2014, uh, Godzilla King of Monsters. After that, we were like, okay, we kind of want to get better understanding of Godzilla. So we watched Shin Godzilla, uh, the 2016... Uh, well, that's the Japanese one, isn't it? Of the Japanese series. That, that's uh, Shin more... Godzilla is how they kind of rebooted the series going forward with their Godzilla, the, the Japanese Godzillas. Right, right. And it was incredible. It is an incredible... Incredible movie. It's it's uh, a movie. Like, it's a movie that's definitely more um, understanding of how to do the human side of what's going on. If you're into that, when it comes to kaiju, uh, yes. Um, specifically, though, uh, watching Shin Godzilla, you know, it, it's a very different approach. This is more traditional, where Godzilla is the main antagonist. The problem here is Godzilla. Godzilla isn't showing up to help anybody. Godzilla isn't showing up to fight another monster. Godzilla's the problem. We have to kill Godzilla. That's the whole 
on-premise. Uh, but on an, in a really unique and odd take, one that I haven't seen in the Godzilla before, we see Godzilla as a very unevolved version of herself early on. So we see like a lizard with a couple of flippy legs that manages to get its way up on the shore, basically, and flop around down an inlet. And then over time, it evolves and stands upright, pops out arms, and becomes the traditional Godzilla we're used to seeing. And that's interesting. That's a different take on Godzilla than what I've seen. Uh, we always see big, scary monster. You know, you see, you see a couple of mushroom clouds and grainy newspaper footage in the opening montage, and then we see big Godzilla, and we go, oh, yeah, nuclear bomb Godzilla. Got it. Uh, well, this is different. It, it, it's, it's definitely more uh, in line with the way that it's kind of weird when people say like, "Oh, it has a, a like a an old B movie feel." I'm like a B movie feel tends to be people like in labs and like talking about shit. And then, yeah, like, it, it's not it's not B movie. That that is that is a misunderstanding of this plot. Um, right? No. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's more it's more like a traditional Godzilla movie where there is no individual uh, main character. The main character is Godzilla, and everybody else is just reacting to it. Um. Yes, Shin Godzilla bureaucracy is a real monster. It's mostly boardrooms. Like two thirds of this movie takes place in boardrooms, and it's you know they're they're like okay, uh, time to do this whole military strike. So uh, call, call in the tanks, and then somebody goes okay, let's call in the tanks, and somebody goes okay, all right, time to call in the tanks. All right, got it. Tanks, let's go. <laughs> and he goes, oh, the tanks aren't working. Oh shit, the tanks aren't working. Oh shit, the tanks aren't working. Hey, the tanks aren't working. Oh shit. Hey guys, the tanks aren't working. It's this just constantly throughout the movie. It, the very, very obvious tone here is that bureaucracy is part of the problem. It is the everyman, I mean, blue-collar-ish scientific workers who all band together to create a method of stopping Godzilla. I won't go into the full thing because it's just, it's MacGuffin, but whatever. Um, but they, it's, it's a silly premise, actually, but it makes sense when we get to the end of it. Um so, so eventually they do actually stop Godzilla. They, they manage to find a way to freeze him. Uh, so they, they get a bunch of tank truck things filled with this liquid nitrogen e substance that freezes Godzilla. And they manage to knock him over somehow, and they just pump all this shit into his mouth. And then he, he like steps up like he's going to go be fine. And just like pops into a frozen version. And so now there is this giant frozen Godzilla in the middle of fucking Tokyo. And, like, we know he's going to pop up again. Like, we didn't stop him. We just kind of, like, ended the threat temporarily. So, like, I guess we need to figure out something to do here. And that's kind of how it ends, is what are we doing next? And I thought it was really interesting that this was a very different take on Godzilla. And I wanted to understand it a little bit better as to why we're seeing a different take on this. Mm -hmm. And so looking into the time frame was made in 2016, I believe. Uh, yeah, ever take. Just a few short years after the Fukushima nuclear yeah. Ah. This movie is a retelling of Godzilla with the Fukushima incident in mind, rather than just the American attack. You still definitely have the traditional Godzilla elements of America caused this by nuking the shit out of Bikini Atoll a few times. But only a few times. It's 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 ever evolving nature is a threat. Directly mirrors kind of the the way it comes from the ocean, very similar to the tsunami. Uh, they, they came with the earthquake, the the evolving threat, the, the threat getting bigger and more dangerous over time is directly the Fukushima incident. I mean, so, some of the visuals are taken directly from 
news footage of, of Fukushima. The, the trucks that are driving this liquid to freeze Godzilla are the same trucks they drove in to try and abate the fires at the Fukushima plant. It is beat for beat. And I thought that was really interesting, you know, because Godzilla has always been this kind of metaphor for, you know, the H-bomb the in and of itself and of kind of American imperialism and a whole bunch of other stuff. But Jap Japan being, you know, the, the only only country in the world that's had two major nuclear incidents uh, being, you know, attacked by another country with nuclear weapons, then also having a nuclear meltdown as an accident. You know, they, they have a unique relation to, you know, atomic concept and nuclear energy and things like that. I mean, it's really interesting to see their media play out uh, and how that, that develops. But well, I mean, it's, I it's, it's, it's also kind of funny to take a look at, right? Because like, that's where like if we're looking at the trends like post post world war ii like media started becoming things like again you had things like godzilla and the sphere of american imperialism and 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 nukes and then you also have like all their mecca stuff so it's always like um here's this new technologically superior threat like can are they helpful or are they not like it's it's kind of that fear and you even saw that in yeah. a lot of uh, science fiction B movies in America, but like, sure. but then you also get like uwu kawaii anime. So it's kind of like, well, like the hard, uh, the culture just fucking the culture just exploded in different directions. Where you're like, ah yes, Godzilla, the 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 this threat. You had like these amazing like black and white films, and then you also had you know. Things like uh, a, a cutie, cutie anime. Yeah. Um, well, so again, I'm still, I'm still like in research mode as I'm doing this. Like, I'm curious about all this. So clearly, we have some inclusion of Fukushima elements as Godzilla modernizes. I'm going back and looking at Godzilla. Excuse me, Godzilla 2014. You can see a lot of those elements kind of in that too. Um, much more recent to it, but there is a lot of that feels very similar to Fukushima. Some of the shots and that look like they're might as well be filming at Fukushima. Uh, and that, that story is told very similarly to a more traditional Godzilla movie where no one character really matters more than the other. Obviously it's almost a bait and switch with how that movie plays out character wise without going into spoilers there. But you know, that, that, that's kind of how the other Godzilla movies play out. In Shin Godzilla, at one point, like the entire like cabinet and PM and all that are just wiped out because they get on a helicopter in a kaiju movie. I mean, you should know better, but whatever. But they're all just wiped out, and that's just it. Like, half of the movie, the people we've been following this whole time are gone. Now it's the new people. Moving on. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Uh, but I, I really want to get a better understanding then of how Godzilla came about being. I mean, I, I don't know how Godzilla came onto the scene. I don't know how that... Um, so I went looking into that, too. And the first Godzilla is from the mid-50s, uh, so it's roughly 10 years or so after the bombs were dropped. Um, and it is very much built around the idea of Japan is recovering from this war that devastated them. And then here is this new ever-present threat. Um, one of the things I did not know before research, researching this was that the first person to die from an H-bomb was actually Japanese, but it wasn't at Hiroshima or Nagasaki. It was actually a test. Uh, there was a fishing boat that was in the, the nuclear drift of one of the Bikini Atoll tests, and they became infected and got sick, and one person who had pre-existing conditions died because of it. 
So the first casualty of a nuclear weapon was a Japanese person completely unrelated to any of the bombings in World War II. So Japan has always had some sort of nuclear energy as a thing that represents the big evil of white imperialism, and it's ever-present as a threat for us. It's always just sitting there waiting. And I thought that was just really crazy. But the craziest thing to me is that Godzilla is not the original kaiju movie. It's not the first that came onto the scene. There was, uh, I mean, I know giant monsters like didn't originate from Godzilla, but who was before Godzilla? The main one to really kind of break into the scene was a movie in 53 called The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. And that is a retelling of The Foghorn, which is a Ray Bradbury short story. Uh, but it has a lot of the elements you would go on to see from Godzilla. It's got giant monster. It's got the radioactive awakening. It's actually a monster that's embedded in ice in like Antarctica or something and they nuke it awake. It's not uh, atomic energy that creates it. It's atomic energy that wakes it up. Um, and it invades New York and the short story just fucks up a lighthouse because that's all. But in the movie, it goes and fucks up a city of some sort. I think it was New York. But they find out that its blood is caustic, not nuclear. It's not fallout that's the issue, but it's caustic, and they can't just shoot it because it starts bleeding stuff that dissolves everything around it. So they actually kill it by using a radioactive isotope and shooting it into an open wound so it burns itself from the inside out. And that was before Godzilla. And I think with that context in mind, it's incredible to realize, like... We're like, oh, yeah, atomic energy, cool. Like, yeah, wake stuff up, but it also solves the problem, too. Awesome. Solution for everything. Very 1950s America. Japan's like, holy fuck. Like, this shit is going to kill us no matter where we go or what time it is, no matter what decade or anything. Like, nuclear or anything is going to be a threat always. It's just such an interesting shift uh, between those two. So, so yeah, did, did a really big deep dive on Godzilla. When it when it comes to uh, Godzilla, though, my favorite my favorite thing about uh, well, even Kong as well, because again, Kong is what from the thirties. So I mean, like yeah. that's even like again pre World War Two era, big monster bar. Yeah, with, Godzilla, with Godzilla, with uh, Godzilla, it's always funny to see how people take it like super seriously, as if there weren't like really, really silly official Godzilla things that happened like nonstop. The 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 third Godzilla movie was King Kong versus Godzilla, like yeah, it was an early concept. King Kong was the established character. This would be like if Pacific Rim did a Godzilla crossover. Yeah, it was. Uh, which it was... Is... Which actually would be it's really been cool. joked about. It'd be really th- there's cool. been talk about it, but it's always in like those ethereal, like, oh, that'd be cool ideas. But like, one day, uh, Kong versus Godzilla reminded me significantly of Pacific Rim with the the neon uh, fight scenes. Yeah, the the kind of synthwave aesthetic. Yeah, I was really okay with that. It's really okay with it. I'm so tired of of dark, dreary, rainy fight scenes. Like, well, that that was one of the things that they apparently talked about was that they wanted to contrast um, the 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 ending fight to be during the day because they're like it's always at night, and I think that was part of the delay as they were changing a night fight to a day fight. Right, <laughs> which makes sense, right. but like. Uh-huh. Like you, I, I again. This is I think in the '70s an official Toei thing with 
um, Hanna Barbera. They had Godzilla and uh, Godzuki with Godzuki. Fucking Godzuki! I still have that theme song ringing in my head. Like it'll never leave. And it's just from like, the depths. That, that's as much as I can sing with the copyright. But... Like you, yeah, you've, had, you've had it forever. You've had silly shit forever uh, with Godzilla. And I see people kind of like, oh, they're ruining the country of Godzilla. I'm like, you can get mad are at Godzilla people... in '98. Okay. I, I was gonna say, are these people that have only watched Godzilla '98? Because I have watched that recently too. Oof. Godzilla '98, the magic, uh, the magically size changing Godzilla for some fucking. The reason. magical size changing Godzilla, the the complete Jurassic Park ripoff, including the music. I did not remember the music being oh, such a yeah. terrible Jurassic Park ripoff. But somebody was like, "I'm just gonna copy Williams' beat for me." Hang on. Uh, it is. Is that the one that's the dinosaur? Yeah, this is the dinosaur. It's a T Rex. I, I I I believe I watched that movie theater at the movie theaters when I, came I did. Out. I saw it in theaters. My, I saw it a million times after. I had the toys. To it. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Godzilla '98 was hilarious because of the fact that it was like filled with Simpsons people. It like, was. It was. It's it's Hank Azaria as the camera guy. Which, you know, he plays enough voices that you're not like, okay, well, that's a character from The Simpsons. But not Jesus the news guy. Him. But not fucking Harry Shearer Don't. playing Kent Brockman. Like, he's just playing Kent Brockman on the show. I had not seen Simpsons when I saw this movie as a child, but I have seen them since. And you're now like, I'm like, that's fuck? just fucking Kent Brockman. It's not even subtle. And, yeah. Like, on, honestly, it's it's one of those things where why did you, why was this made... But as far as as far as uh, uh, kaiju's go, who would you say is like your favorite kaiju? Oh, Godzilla for sure. Okay. Uh, my favorite kaiju. Like, uh, oh, or or here's here's another a little denim like kaiju, <laughs> like mecha, like big big mecha. As far as these kinds of movies go, because like I will include like things like. You know, Mega Godzilla as a, as an option, because Mega Godzilla right. is technically not a monster. It's a it's built, but right. It depends on how too how far you fray, uh, stray into like giant robots or monsters. But Godzilla is my favorite of the the general concept of kaiju. I, I grew up watching Gamera is pretty uh, good. I like. I, I grew up watching the old Suit Vision <laughs> Godzillas. Uh, <laughs> Suit division, if you don't know the term, is the practice of filming in a suit on a small scale, destroying stuff. So that was invented for uh, Godzilla, and I think that's awesome. I love that type of filming. I, I I don't I don't know much about like Godzilla. I do know some of the monsters. Uh, I I don't know. I'm gonna go with uh, is it King Ghidorah? The, the yes, yes. I, I I know I know it was in the. Uh, I know that it was in the King of All first Monsters Godzilla movie no, that it was... came out a while back. It, it, it was in. It was in King of All both. Monsters. Yeah, it was both. It was King Kong versus Godzilla too. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just like, I, I, I like that. Crazy. I, I, I do like, I do like Ghidorah a lot. Are we, are we going into spoilers for for King Kong versus Godzilla? I guess. I guess. Isn't it Godzilla I... versus Kong technically? Oh, yeah, I'm still thinking of the old one. The old uh, one. See, that's that's where I'm at. I'm still stuck at 62. Um, okay, we'll, we'll do spoilers in the next. Um, 
But I, I absolutely love hate that they 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 plug into Ghidorah's skull to get some sort of animus style genetic memory. It's very anime. Like so, okay. If we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna skip into uh, into uh, Godzilla versus Kong, all right. Here's 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 the thing. The jump in technology is really weird, but like it's all in service. It's all in service to the plot, sure. But like, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you know Sam Wise here in the chat. If it was the brain, sure. It's Why just the it skull. Just in the jar. Put the, the thing that keeps growing its head back. So put like a little metal cap on its neck and stick its fucking head in the jar and be like, yeah, we kept it around. It won't die. <laughs> See, okay, so so here's so here's the thing. All right, ready? We can pick this movie apart. Ready? I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV, okay? Uh-huh. And so the way, the way the way they approach story is very weird to me. Like, because, again, I'm used to I'm used to MMOs, like, WoW, and I played Star Wars Old Republic. Again, I, there's, there's, a, there's, a lean, there's a linear story that you're telling. Final Fantasy doesn't give two fucks about that. <clears throat> the actual linear story it tells you to go to... Like, it skips the 1.0 stuff before Realm Reborn because it was garbage and they had to remake the entire game, and that's what Realm Reborn even stands for. So, they had to incorporate them rebooting the entire fucking universe into the story. So, they summon Bahamut, and Bahamut shows up and basically wipes out the world and everyone starts over and no one even remembers the incident, and that's the whole story now. That's the story now. Shit happened. Who knows why it happened, but Bahamut got summoned and now unlocked everyone's ability to summon more primals, and that's a problem now. Because summoning primals was really hard before. But now there's so much ether everywhere. Holy shit. You can summon primals all the time, and that's a problem. Because you're basically summoning gods nonstop. Yeah. There's a raid that I recently got, like, taken through, and it is... uh, And again, because I... It's them taking Bahamut. They have Bahamut's head. And they're rebuilding Bahamut. And it's like... Of course. That image in that raid of just Bahamut's head just there and, like, sinew and, like, just... That could have been what they did in this movie. Right. Didn't. And they didn't. And I was like, that's that visual right there looks so cool and that's from 2010 like the the visual of this still looked cool it just doesn't make any goddamn sense well no because like as the raid progresses right like uh, because patches and stuff like that so like you have the head and then it goes down to like the chest and then like it starts going out into the wings and like you can see the parts that are like biological and parts that are mechanical that they like patchwork together to regrow this fucker and it's like that would have been like a cool visual to have with with the skull, is that like you can see that part of it's like regrowing back, and you're just like, oh shit, this fucker could be like coming back. I don't know. It just it just it was just like it was like a big skull. Yeah, just I, a big I, old I, piece of calcium. Just a big old skull. Uh, and then of course the the operator. I don't know if y'all caught this because it didn't click for me at first, but the operator. Uh, Shirazawa is the son of Shirazawa from the other guy from Godzilla 2014. Uh, 
Let that, them that's... fight. Yeah, that guy. Uh, didn't realize that was supposed to be what that was. He was just kind of there, and I didn't really get why it was him, but okay, so that, that made some sense. I feel like there was a lot more people story there. And after the others maybe didn't do so well, or maybe after, you know, just noticing trends, they were like, you know what? We don't need a lot of people in this kaiju fight movie. Like, maybe we just cast a couple of people that are pretty, you know, charismatic, thumb on screen for 15 minutes to walk from point A to point B. I mean, the, the entirety of what the humans do in this story, the, the our trio of misfits, uh, uh, Eleven, Paperboy, and, and fucking Ricky Baker from Hunt for the Little People. Like, this great trio of people here. Um, really, though, I really enjoyed watching them. Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Julian Dennison, great. Really fun. But uh, it did it, not make any difference in the story. The only thing they managed to do was to slow down, like, the the Mecha Godzilla for, like, half a second. And then to watch the guy get swiped by. Like, it, there's just nothing to what they do. It, I don't understand why they're there. I, and... I'm okay with them, like, bare-boning is the human side story, but, like, then why have it? Like, you really only needed the one, the one story, and that was and, Godzilla's caretaker and the little and the little uh, deaf girl. And that's what Shin Godzilla does so much better, I think, is by not focusing on people. Like, there's only, like, three main characters in that one, and the rest are just cameos. It's it's very obviously cameos. I don't know who any of these people are, but they're very obviously cameo roles. Right. The, the point is not the people. The people are there to get you to understand the circumstances around this giant monster destroying downtown Tokyo. Uh, yeah, if, for this, it really felt like the movie was conceived uh, for... for um, or Godzilla vs. Kong. It's like the movie was conceived with, okay, we've got three big set piece fights. How do we get them from here to there to there? Like, I want them fighting on an right. aircraft carrier in the ocean. So, like, let's get Kong on a boat. Uh, let's you get know I mean? Kong <laughs> on a boat. Like, why, why are they taking Kong on anywhere in that vessel? What's Kong in a dome? Like, so, so Godzilla has ignored Kong for, like, ever. Forever. But then we're worried that Kong is going to get shrekt by Godzilla, so we put a dome around, like we Truman show Kong to save him. Yeah, I, I, that's what okay. I'm saying. It, it's like their their explanation for why because it does not make any they're, sense. They're keeping it Kong docile, and it's like right, but they're not. But he's they're very not. angry. He's throwing very me. agitated. Seems angry. He goes full Truman show and goes like, "What the fuck? I can tell this is a simulation. Let me in." Uh, so, yeah, obviously just all of that to get him on a boat so they can have Godzilla and Kong fight on the aircraft here. That's and, and I'm okay with that. Awesome, awesome scene. Logic. I loved I'm, the fight. I'm okay with them amazing. skipping logic, though. Like, in terms yeah, of, I it. like, they're like, oh, here's this secret uh, multinational uh, billionaire who's like, I want to do this. And then the U.S. military is like, yeah, sure, take some carriers and some battleships. Like, no big deal. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if if just, just take uh, a let's, let's just call him Milan Tusk. If this Milan Tusk guy was just like, "Hey, I need a whole navy," you know, yeah, they just gave it to him. Wild, no idea why. Just, just uh, the 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 personality of Gadira in the skull taking over the person control, and then controlling Mechagodzilla. I, I I don't really understand. Fucking cool though. Like again. Watching Kong cool. and Godzilla cool. each grab an arm 
and they just drive that motherfucker through a building. All like, I wanted, though, did they just kill twenty thousand people doing that? Yes. Is that important right now? No. Obviously not. I mean, they're gonna do it anyway. Might as well enjoy while they're doing it. We'll clean up after. There's one thing I really wanted, and I wanted I wanted uh, Kong to RKO God, uh, Mega Godzilla. Just one of the just like <laughs> just run and grab him, and boom, give him the RKO. Just 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 top it off, like be full on fan story no- nonsense. Oh, oh, but I, did, I, th- I, I found the I found the image that I was talking about though. Like, uh, I, I think the best thing though that Godzilla vs Kong did decision making wise, at least, was to make Kong the main character by making Kong the principal like character yeah, arc. It actually works. Like, you could genuinely cut out the people. This would be a better film. I don't need any people talking. I don't need one bit of exposition. Just have the big monkey and the big iguana beat the fuck out of each other. And then the iguana look at the monkey and be like, stay down. The monkey be like, okay, shit, I'm down. And then them walk off having respect for each other. They got all of that. It's all in there. You don't have to have somebody tell me, oh, look, they respect it. No, I got it. I got it. Like, it's awesome on its own. Give me 80 minutes of Kong and Godzilla beating the fuck out of each other. Cut the rest out. Fought, how do you feel about that, that movie? Uh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> But you we talked about this. Fucker. We talked about you watching this movie, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch it." I know. Oh my god! I did not watch it, but I did watch like I don't know. Somebody just explained the movie to me. But that's I mean, no, I, I watched a video of someone explaining the movie, not you guys explain it to me. <laughs> I mean, the explanation is is Big Monk. Big monkey yeah, versus that, big I lizard. I, <laughs> I, I figured. For, for what it's, it's worth, it's big monkey fighting radioactive dinosaur. Yeah. For it's worth, uh, and L will confirm this in the comments. But like before we started the movie, I was like, okay, here's what's gonna happen, and called it beat for beat for beat, with the exception of I thought we were gonna do Mecha Godira. I thought that was where we were going first because it's the Godira so, school. Yeah. I, no, well, that, that, before we even watched the movie, sequel. I just assumed it was gonna be Mecha Godira first. I, I don't know. I just thought it was, uh, but so I called that as being the thing, and so we're watching it. And then it turns out to, you know, be Mecha Godzilla. Instead, I'm like, oh shit, I missed. But then it turns out it really is fucking Mecha Godzilla because it's his fucking skull and personality. I don't fucking know. right. But I got it right on the back end. Right, like it's kind of it's <laughs> kind of funny to be like, all right, here's Godzilla. Now I want you to fight like God. Yeah, I need you to use these boosters and rocket punches perfectly. Like, okay. Like I guess, yeah. I I, I love the red line green, you guys, but they're all way. I either either technically or in their takes, and that's okay. We're all allowed to be shitty and bad takes sometimes. I will say though, watch Shin Godzilla. I'm I'm never, never have shitty bad takes ever on anything. Watch ever. <laughs> Watch Shin Godzilla. It's really good. It is a very different type of Godzilla. You will laugh your ass off when you first see Godzilla on screen because it looks fucking hilarious. It is very much the the pseudimation motion capture style of filmmaking when it comes to Godzilla. Uh, and the first iteration is just it's silly. we we laughed. We stopped and laughed for a good two or three minutes. Uh, can't can't take the threat seriously at first because Godzilla just looks fucking hilarious. But I mean, at least, at least, uh, you're not too. 
like taken out of the story by because like you, you understand that that's that's like a change. Yeah, like, like it, that's, it, that's, it, that's it has it, to be like you, you, the things that are silly about the initial iteration are things that change over the evolution. Like if you don't have them be silly, you may not even notice it there. Again, that's what makes you think back to Godzilla '98, right? Is that <laughs> it's just it's just a T Rex ripoff from start to finish. And then, ah, raptor eggs. Remember raptor eggs? Raptor, they also had raptor eggs. We need to have eggs in here, too. They had actual raptors, too. Like, and raptors. The raptors running around the garden. And then, yeah, and then raptor eggs as the alien-ish egg is the setup for the potential future that never happened. Yeah, like, I, I think Godzilla 98 would actually be more well-received if it wasn't a Godzilla movie. If it was just some random, just throw some sort of name on there and don't do it as Godzilla... It, it it almost works. Like it's silly, but it's very Roland Emmerich silly. And you're like, you didn't do this, but like, it's not Godzilla. It's just not. Oh my god, that movie. Well, Roland Emmerich also included like a a uh, Roger and Ebert stand-in to kill. Did like gotta did. gotta gotta kill the, the mayor and the assistant or Ebert and and Glenn or whatever. I was uh, like, what the hell. Right, if it's its own unaffiliated thing like Cloverfield, I think it does much better as a movie. I really do. But you didn't get any of the Japanese money from it because they don't even recognize it as a Godzilla movie. Like they, They've pulled that monster, and they refer to him as Zilla without the god. Like, they, they include the kaiju just to throw shade at the kaiju. Like, yeah, here's all of Godzilla, and here's that weird cousin that we don't really talk to him. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm from New York. What? What's up, guy? Uh, fellas, fellas. Hey, I'm, hey I, I'm, 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 I'm a Godzilla too. And they're just like, nah. <laughs> they're like, nah, dude. You stay over there, please. I remember there being a Godzilla movie where uh, Godzilla actually fights those uh, lizard dinosaur things and just beats the crap out of them. I don't know if you guys like uh, as in reference movie. to the '98 movie. Yeah, it was the actual dinosaur, and Godzilla beat the crap out of it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like I, I do vaguely remember that being one of the the plots of a Godzilla movie eventually. Because I, you can look it up on YouTube where like Godzilla beats, beats up ninety eight Godzilla. It is a a short clip from Monster Wars. Apparently, uh, yeah. it's a movie called Monster Wars. Yeah, and it is very low budget. <laughs> like no, they're in Australia apparently because I just saw the Sydney Opera House in, in this fight and so there's there's 98 Godzilla looking like a terrible CG monster oh my gosh it gets tail whipped by original Godzilla into the Sydney Opera House and then original Godzilla just fucking nuclear breaths it down to nothing <laughs> there you go it was a it's thing playing really heavy metal music yeah doing that's I why remember, i muted i remember something like that so you remember monster wars we still haven't seen godzilla versus kong that's really that's really <laughs> wait so <laughs> what is this one from monster so, wars is what it says is that final wars or is it Monsters on Attack? There, there's two that could fit that, and I don't know which one. That is. No. Um... Oh, fuck. There was a 2001 one called Final Wars that had. Or not 2000, that was 2004, I think. 
and then had Final Wars. It had a bunch of different monsters. It might have been that. Mothra, Gigan, and... Uh, I think Monster... No, that's a... Yeah, yeah, it's got to be that one because they refer to her as Zilla in that one. So it's it's Final Wars. Maybe that's the... Well, they refer... They, apparently, they refer to uh, that thing as Zilla as well in Godzilla the series. The cartoon version of 98 Godzilla. If I don't you're, know, but I know that... I know in the, the, the Toho Japanese circles that it's... it's I think it's... All, like it's Godzilla without the God. It's Zilla. Well, no. Apparently, that's what the fuck they called it, though. I think they're making. I'm they're, sure, but that, sure Japanese that's just, people are making jokes about it. But like, I think I think they are. But like, like oh, oh yeah, the the cool hip way to call it something in two thousands was Zilla, but that's fucking lame. And everyone's just like, okay. <laughs> like slow jerk off motion. Okay, guys, yeah, we we have to. Like, got like Go Gojira is just such a good name. Like it's just such a fucking good name. It is. It's solid. You don't need to do anything else. You just leave it as is. I don't know. It, it's it's weird how the only other big kaiju movie, like Cloverfield, worked, but then like the idea kind of got uh, sidetracked because like Ten Cloverfield Lane clearly wasn't a Cloverfield movie until they added that shit at the end. Great movie though. Great movie, but it definitely wasn't supposed to be like a big monster movie. But then you have Pacific Rim, and then like anything after that, like, do you know any other kaiju movies that have been like successful or anything? Yeah, it depends on how far we stretch the term of kaiju. Big, is big it, monster. Is, it, big, is big a sentient thing. robot from space a kaiju? I'll give it that. So Iron Giant is a kaiju. Okay. So is an oversized terrestrial being, like just a, a huge version of a normal thing on Earth, a kaiju? Well, that's what Godzilla is. Okay, so Clifford the Big Red Dog is a kaiju. Got it. So, I mean, there, there's yeah, some maybe. loose interpretations. No, but I'm talking about, like, again, a big, big live-action movie and success. Like, Jurassic Park got suggested. I, I would I would say that that is sort of kaiju, but not really. Because it, they're not big. Because it's not bigger I mean, than kaiju what they were. Kaiju I mean, is, like, a, a gigantic the, monster. Unnatural in a way. Jurassic World is a kaiju movie because the IREX is something that doesn't fucking exist. Uh, that's fair. I'd give it to that. Like there's scientific meddling on top of on top of scientific meddling. Okay, so so I I have a couple of things to 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 mention in this discussion though. You know, a lot of the big kaiju names are all considered a Godzilla property, but they weren't necessarily. Uh, Godira, Rodon, Mothra, all of those are things from other things, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and they've just kind of been condensed into Godzilla. So, you know, that's part of it. Um, shit, let's make it say Well, let's see. Rodan was in a 1956 oh, film. Th- that's the other thing, too, is that a lot of stuff that could have happened for us got, like, stripped of its actual plot and thrown into stuff like Power Rangers. Like, th- there might have been more kaiju options if not for, like, Sentai just stripping shows? all of the kaiju. Yeah. They they just took like old old stock footage from from kaiju movies, stuck it with old footage with martial art movies, and went, oh look, they fight on foot and they fight as big giant monsters. It's great, but but that's not what happened with that's not what happened with Power Rangers. 
Yes. For for the initial run, it was it was there was a, a kaiju show that they had rights to that was you know the the mechas that were all fighting like the mechas in the 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 power suits were all separate things as best I understand it. Like they the, no, it the was still the soldiers and stuff were one show and then the mechazord was another show. And they just it, combined. Them. It was it was it was a, a a combination of things, but it was still a a Sentai like show. It was a Sentai show, and, right? And it was like it was kind of like Transformers in that sense. That, but like the only thing that that was that it changed it also was, had kaiju elements to it. I mean, right. the Mechazord had enemies to fight, and those were all kaiju. Technically, like they were just taken from weird kaiju movies. But they weren't taken from movies. They were part of that show. They the other show. The other show had the same were thing. They? Yeah. Yeah, they were uh, all they were th- that all show small. was all encompassing. Like they just took it. Like uh, what's his face took it. Um, I already forgot his name. He, he, he took his name the 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 show and then just added like cut, spliced in American teenagers. I it was like a combination of things. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it wasn't until like even later. Like they still do it. Like what they do now is like as that Sentai show continued to have new seasons and stuff, they just take what they did. And then like re dub over and then cut in American scenes, like in between where they would have like the Japanese cast. Like it's just splicing and like redoing, so it's like super super cheap to produce because like another someone else is producing the show already. Like imagine having the exact same thing and then just like, and now we just put our scenes in it because it, it reminds me of a yeah I think Ghost Ghost in the Shell right the show. Since they're all they're all like cybernetic, right? They're all cyborgs. For them, a lot of a lot of the scenes, their mouths aren't moving. They're all talking, like through their cybernetics. So you can just dub over fucking anything. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like you just take that show and redub it in your language, and like congratulations, it works. <laughs> you're you're there. It does. It works. Well, yeah, like that's where I think that's where that sort of uh, pseudomation kind of like you know. Gets to still exist and thrive. Yeah, it's just limited. It's not a. It's a very niche market. Like I said, if you if you extended to things like smaller kaiju, I mean, I guess kaiju doesn't have to be huge necessarily. I mean, I I I just like. But like, you could argue maybe the mist. Is that kaiju? Well, no, because like the the. I mean, I guess you don't see anything outside of the mist, though. Like, or even in the mist, you just see them kind of like. You definitely see the implication of big monsters though like you see tentacles for sure in the mist and you see like small little bug things but i mean you definitely get one that's huge though because it's like spiking people out of the the parking lot i don't know Uh, yeah again it depends on how far you want to how how far see and like i just don't think that it it doesn't get very successful if like the the main focus is the monster very much like unless it's Godzilla and Kong, like I don't understand. It's kind of weird to me, because Pacific Rim had a lot of emphasis, like, oh, here, here's our side of this. Here's our robots, and each nation has like their own robots, and like, that's okay, cool. that's cool. It's really, very, very good. But that same concept didn't didn't stretch through into the sequel, and it could be just because Guillermo del Toro didn't fucking direct it. Right. Like I said, the the original kaiju movie was. The, the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, and, and that was directly going off of a Ray Bradbury short story. So Was that also done by Toho, though? No, that was American done. See, because I think like the reason why everything gets lumped in to Godzilla, so that Godzilla took off, 
and then started fighting. And Toho made all those. Like so, I think it's all within Toho. Toho's. Yeah, no, this was this was a Warner Brothers thing. It was Jack oh shit, Al Chester back in '53. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, as far, my favorite is still Rodan. Like, I'll, 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 I'll go on that one. I love Rodan. I, I grew up in a good time for Godzilla with the Godzilla series, the the silly one with Godzuki, plus the animated version of Godzilla '98. And then Godzilla I, 98. I remember watching the animated Godzilla and like not hating it at the time, but I was also nine, so like I kind right. of, I'm kind of afraid. It's one of those series that it's kind of like, don't go right. back. Right, I. I used to like Godzuki too, but like, I was like six. It makes me worry, cause like I have gone back and um, I don't remember if it was Knights of the Zodiac, the English version, or it was Ronin Warriors. Like those those anime, I, I went back and watched one of them, and I was like, oh my god, this is garbage. Like I, yeah. I, I, like I was so young and I was so dumb. I, I would not want to go back and watch Godzilla the series. I'd be so scared. I'm sure it's bad. I mean, it, it seems like very much a a well. One, it's a part of its time. Like like it's like the Men in Black show or the Ghostbusters show. Like at one point they were trying to do animated versions of, of movies you saw more adult properties, but geared towards children or adolescents. Like weird, weird. Yeah, I remember the Mummy had a cartoon show. Yeah. Did the mummy have a cartoon show? Yep, yep they, I used to watch it. They they revamped Johnny Quest at one point to kind of fit that too. The the new Quest Adventures or whatever. New Adventures of Johnny Quest and that's what it was. Like with the guitar riff opening, uh the X Men animated series is kind of the same vibe. X Men animated series uh, didn't have a movie tie in though. No, X Men animated, animated series was I think what they were trying to do. I think they were trying to mimic that. They wanted that, you know, hip, edgy nineties feel with a uh branded property that we own the rights to. Yeah, I, I think that's what they were going for. It was like, oh, yeah, let's do a, a, an X-Men show, but make it Godzilla. It'll be fine. Because <laughs> everybody loves all those people. Right, because like, like, I'm thinking about it, right? So like, you to make, a, to make a Godzilla cartoon series, you have to have, you know, something that makes sense to follow, right? So you yeah, have to have what, human what, characters. What is the purpose of a Godzilla series? Like... A Godzilla movie is usually oh, there's a Godzilla and that's a problem. Let's stop it. <laughs> I mean that's you, you that can, is that is exactly how it goes down. Yeah, only do that so much in a 22 minute animated show. Like, is he gonna be a, a monster of the week? But instead of a different monster, it's just Godzilla keeps popping up. Like, hey, I'm over here this time, guys. I'm in India, and they have to fly out to India to take. I mean, what? Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't see how that works as a show. Is a limited series, maybe. It's but, one, like, you'd it's have one, to completely ignore Godzilla for it to work as a limited series. I think. And it's really, it's really unfortunate because like you have to think about the the contemporary original animation that was happening happening at the time, right? Like I think of oh shit, this isn't at the time. This was that was ninety three. Oh my gosh, never mind. Uh, but even then, I'm just like that's a lot of like I I didn't I didn't know the movie had its own TV series. I had no idea. That is absolutely unfortunate. TV series back to that's so unfortunate. And like some some big names on it. Michael Chiklis did a bit on it. 
Uh, Paget Brewster had a role there. Ron Perlman was on it. Tom Kenny did a couple of roles because he was just big at that point. Um, I'm so. I'm in awe right now. Yeah, wild, right? Uh, Frank Welker is the voice of Godzilla uh, of Zilla. Like that's Frank Welker, so they just keep getting Frank Welker to pop up for stuff, which is great. Like, does that dude, does he's... Godzilla talk in the series? No, Frank Welker is famous for just doing animalistic vocalizations, like. He's in the credits of a lot of stuff because he just shows up and does do a mic for a couple of hours. You know, you know, you know what's great? In. Your broadcast cut all that out because it, well, it, it, it realized that it wasn't words. Right. And it's like, that's <laughs> not a human talking. That's something's yeah. happening that's incorrect. I'm not going to. It's just I'm animal sounds. Just, we'll just cut some stock animal sounds into the YouTube version of this. Good job right. video. <laughs> yeah, you actually did a really great job, actually. So fuck you this one time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he does, uh, besides being a brilliant voice actor and the fact that when he gets a major role, he just makes it his normal speaking voice, so it's harder to recast him. But he also does all of these amazing animal sounds and these chitter-chatters and stuff like that, like Appa and Momo in Avatar or Frank Welker. Um, and he does all of those types of voices. So that makes like, sense. He that just keeps sense. making money. Then residuals come in all the time. Especially if you become, you know, pretty big in the um he's pretty big as far as the like, episode count goes you know because like if you're in every episode like, well yeah that's sense. the thing is because you're doing all those little animal voices you end up doing the background voices on every episode like even if you're playing uh you know he plays freddy a lot of uh, scooby-doo uh, episodes but if you do that one random episode where freddy's not in it frank Walker's still there because he's you know doing the the retros for scooby or something like you you just get extra work by being able to do more yeah i, I looked up i looked up a list of uh toho kaiju like, mm-hmm. um and there's there's one that's just giant rat yeah good <laughs> giant beats my, my my favorite kaiju giant rat my favorite <laughs> kaiju is giant rat wait it says there's oh. rathalos oh Oh, the quintessential American kaiju. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Of course. There you How go. did we forget Stay That's it. That's, that's, I mean, I guess you could consider the Statue of Liberty to be the quintessential American mecca. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hot take. If we anyone, if anyone was I going to. Go tweet to... that now. If anyone was going to uh, classify it, I, I I would allow it on on the list. If there if there was like a best uh, best kaiju list, I would one hundred percent allow things like Clifford and Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I mean, it, Clifford is kind of like the the extreme version of the joke, but like you do have to kind of draw the line somewhere. And if you're just talking about oversized animals, you have to include Clifford. Like we do have those. Wasn't was Mighty Joe Young a bigger than average gorilla? So was he a little mini Kong kaiju? I mean, that that's the thing about whether or not, like, depending on the iteration of Kong, is Kong really a kaiju? Because, right. like, you think about, like, the original Kong, he get climbed up the Empire State Building, and, like, it's not really that big of a deal. 
But like they they clearly this Kong like because Kong in Kong Skull Island they said he's still growing and then now we have him in twenty twenty one in Kong, uh, Godzilla versus Kong and he's way bigger, way bigger. Like there's no holding a woman like this in your hand. It's like this, like it's like a fucking finger. Like th- that is the, the 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 person in his hand. Like well, since we don't have like a, a definitive way of debating this. I'm just going to go by the official kaiju wikia. Okay. Uh, which, bunion, uh, which kaiju? Is question. The, the oxes. The oxes? Yeah. The, the oxes. Definitely kaiju. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know about Paul Bunyan, but the, the, the great blue ox is definitely a fucking kaiju. <laughs> uh, it does lift, list both. Uh, King Kong is on there. Stay Puft is on there. Reptar is on there. So, you know, this. There are a few. Most of them tend to be kind of like tongue in cheek, referencing a different kaiju. But we do have a few American kaiju. <laughs> there, there are a few American kaiju that can, that can, that can. That, honey, I blew up the kid. No, I. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Officially, yes. I don't know if that would. It, it's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. Nope. Nope. I think. I think it counts. I'm gonna count it. I forgot how big the baby got. Like as big as the fucking flatiron building or something. I mean, it was pretty big. But and it's been a while since I've seen that movie. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's been a minute since I've seen that movie. <laughs> I've no, seen look baby at this geniuses hold on, hold on. more recently. Than do, this. do you see? Do you see how big this fucker is? That that is a big old baby. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that is as big as a fucking Vegas strip casino. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give I'll give I'll give honey. Apple that is a kaiju. motherfucking kaiju. But I'll say this: not a good kaiju. <laughs> Like if we're not a good kaiju, not a good kaiju, a but, kaiju. but I'll give it to you. Like the, uh, you can add it to the list. You can make that argument. You can that, make that, that has argument. to count. Like you could definitely make that argument. I not one that I would make personally, but I could see it. I see. I I'm, see you I'm seeing that baby. That that baby. That baby is is uh gonna get its ass whooped by every other kaiju because like it's a dumb baby. <laughs> but like I think Clifford would be the only friend to that fucker. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's always one of those questions, right? Like, who cleans up Clifford's shit? Like, that girl has to have like a, a big ass like tractor and like bulldozer to clean up that poop, right? And, <laughs> like, and who's changing that baby's diaper? Me. Well, that's Ain't why nobody. you have Paul Bunyan. Oh my god, this got away from us. Uh nothing nothing like nothing like a bunch of a bunch of kaijus. That baby's gonna get bigger. True, that baby's still a baby, not even full adult. That, and so like, technically speaking, the term kaiju mm-hmm. translates as literally as possible a strange beast. So it seems like the concept is actually more cryptid than giant being I, th- I think as Americans we kind of equate kaiju explicitly to being giant monsters, but the term doesn't necessarily imply that. 
You could argue that that any kind of crypto is a kaiju. Bigfoot. Yeah. I, I mean, Abominable Snowman. That's at least oversized. So that one's always considered. I don't know. I need to do more research on whether. On on the 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 relationship between kaiju and cryptid, are all kaiju cryptid or all cryptid kaiju? What's up? I, I, I think I think that because of the way that they are, like filmed and portrayed, and like if we want to be like, like respectful to that like, original like usage of that, uh, like I was looking at like who's the smallest like kaiju, and they were like, well, it's it's Baragon, who's only a hundred and fifty meters tall. See, Only. again, we, we, we need to really clear up our definition of kaiju because, again, the, the little translation doesn't help us. It just says beast monster. Uh, but we do traditionally associate kaiju with being huge. And there has to be a, a firm put on that. I, I, I'm definitely going to say stay puffed is a kaiju, though. Yeah, I can, I can, I can totally, I can totally, I can totally agree with that. I like weirdest hot take I expected to have today, but I'm going to die on that hill. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, because but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna definitely go with what, uh, like Japanese filmmakers and such have have defined it and portrayed it as, and that's where it's like they're big monsters. They're big, and it's usually in terms of like mutations or like from outer space, even like all that sort of stuff. And it's the reason why Mechagodzilla counts too, because like they made it. And it's just like big and fucked up. Like I don't know, it's big and fucked up. Okay, okay. Here, here's two good examples or hypotheticals or no. Anyway, fuck it. Uh, Clash of the Titans is that a kaiju? Uh, Clash. I don't remember it. it it's Greek mythology, but it does have giant yeah. monsters, cyclops, that kind of thing. Like the no, because again, like we're talking specifically kaiju. That's like going back and retroactively calling it that. Like I think that's okay. its own thing. Like uh, not not okay. Not everything that's giant is necessarily a kaiju. Well, that's what I'm trying to, to determine. Like Why? okay, so next thing is like uh uh the meg, which is a megalodon. It is an extinct giant, animal. Giant shark. Giant shark. Extinct real life animal kaiju? No. How close is it to its original like me- like the meg is way bigger than even prehistoric megalodons, right? Sure. Like, I'm sure that it's just, like, even freakishly large compared to what the fossil record shows. Like, if that's the case, then, like, sure, I guess. But without real city-destroying potential in the same way, like, I don't know uh, if it would really count. Because the threat has to also be able to affect, like, the human characters as well. Right. A-, a Megalodon at all was 15 to 18 meters, so they were pretty monstrous. They're pretty big. That's pretty big. But the Meg makes it seem like it's the size of, you know, multiple submarines. Yeah. Right. Okay, so so how about this? What about them with the giant ants? What? Which one? Them. T-H-E-M. Them. The one from the 1954 film? Uh, that sounds right. Them. Yeah, giant the ants. Yeah. Kaiju? It's the same era. So I think, like, again, it, that era... That That's kind of shot like a kaiju movie, which is what you mentioned. Well, it, it's not necessarily just that. Like, it's the same era, and I think it comes from the same place. Right. Like, it, it comes from the same idea of, like, we're, we're coming from this post, 
post-nuclear uh, discovery of the atomic bomb and what things could happen with nuclear changes in radiation, yada, yada, yada. Godzilla definitely stems from that. And I'm sure them seems to also stem from that a little bit. So right. why, why I wouldn't so, say that it's a kaiju, I feel like it's definitely comes from the same it comes from the same cultural uh, uh context right uh, global context at least uh, same with same with eight-legged freaks then in that that vein yeah i was gonna bring up eight-legged freaks right now let's see it says right here them is one of the first 1950s nu- nuclear monster quote-unquote and the first quote-unquote big bug feature so i wonder big if bug. big bug is a you know, it's own, yeah, it's own subgenre because it's not necessarily like monsters. Kind of seems to make sense. I mean, it, who who's gonna go toe to toe with giant rat? Not not the eight legged freaks because like you could fight those with motocross <laughs> bikes. Like I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You fought that shit with a motocross like kick. I would definitely say that the the troll and troll two would be you. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess. I can't. That's an argument to make. It's it's, it's huge and oversized, so, like, it's as big as, like, a building. I think uh, that counts. A, the, the Deadly Mantis. Like, like okay, so, so Rampage that came out recently with The Rock, where it has, like, a larger-than-normal gorilla, and, like, Mighty Joe Young is a larger-than-normal gorilla, doesn't really strike me as kaiju, but King Kong is repeatedly kept in the discussion. Right. So I think we have to say that intrinsically, kaiju does have a giant umbrella. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it has to be something larger than average. It can't just be, it can't even just be a big gorilla like Mighty Joe Young. It can't be a, a genetically modified giant gorilla like Rampage guy because he's not like he's only like twice as tall as The Rock. But King Kong can like hold you in his hands. So kaiju, I, I think that's where it gets drawn. Size matters. And with that, I think we're gonna call <laughs> we're gonna call an end to our <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> Size matters. There's <laughs> your episode title. When it comes to kaiju's, size matters. Oh man. All right. <laughs> uh, we're gonna close it up. Be sure to you know, like, follow, subscribe, all that stuff for YouTube, and then, of course all the. All the stuff on Spotify and whatever you listen to podcasts, you know, hit it up on YouTube uh, as well. And mash that like button. Mash that like button. Do do all the social media things. Follow uh, all of us on Twitter. Work us up a shirt design, L. Make yeah, it happen. Yeah, we'll work up a shirt design of size matters, and it's just a bunch of pictures like monsters, like kaiju, like of, of different sizes. Just it's a size matters. Uh, <laughs> that's really great though tune in next week for me wearing that shirt alright well this is going to be the end of the episode ha <laughs> ha bye bye <laughs>